This is Kevin and Mike Beckett, and we're on the Rolling Toe Show on June 9th of 2022. Is it 2022? It's still 2022, the middle of it. Boy, it feels like it's 2020. <laughs> Say something real quick. I'm talking. Can okay. you hear me? Yep, yep. Everything's fine. Okay. Uh, the mics are working. <laughs> we just don't hear it, so. Yeah, I don't hear nothing. No. It's yeah. dead air. Everything's fine. Um, we're uh, live again. Semi. Semi-live. Mike is recovering. Yes. And it's what I get for base jumping in Colorado. Base jumping in Colorado. Yeah. Broke my little finger. <laughs> Just, yeah. 500-foot tumble, was it? Yeah, well, I was halfway down when the parachute decided I was too fat and let go. And then right. I had to tumble down the hill. Mike base jumping or any kind of skydiving. Um, I believe it. You can see this. <laughs> <laughs> My image sucks. <laughs> Everybody's perfectly willing to believe I stumbled over my own feet and did a face plant in the parking lot. Sure. Nobody's willing to believe I was base jumping. Cause you were distracted by a race car. No, it was a girl. She was really, uh, see, that's the, I would, I would believe that, but I'd also believe you were distracted by a race car. I was distracted by a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> squirrel. <laughs> All right. So we have anything new? Uh, it's, it, I, I've had a busy, busy morning. I'm just getting my head around being on the podcast. So that's because we're selling stuff. We are. There's well, people are all over the country. Just, uh, there is there is not an oversupply of tires. No, there simply not. is not. There's not, and people are not able to get exactly the tire they want. So, the tires that they're able to get, they need them to last as long as possible because we don't know how long this is going to go. Okay, and and this week we had a call from a a fellow that a shop that I trained twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. Okay, yep, they don't even have our equipment. No. They had this $100,000 alignment machine that the guy had to use. And so he I had to use it. Him, and I trained him. And they solved their problems. And they got good tire wear. Even using not even our equipment. But good. What do they call good? Well, about I, a, I don't know. But yeah. it was okay. It was okay, the tire life. And then this mechanic retired, what, two years ago? Uh, at least maybe three or four. Okay. And then they've gone through three other mechanics trying to run three. the alignment machine. Three other mechanics have tried to make this thing go, and, and, and it's just taken the. It's like it's almost halved their tire life, their steer tire life. Yeah. So now they're calling us up, wanting to know if we can come and train the new guy. <laughs> we need to. They need new training somehow or another. Yeah. Not even on our equipment. Yeah. So the the problems with tire wear and alignments. Oh oh, I have an update on that. Give me an update. They went to their bag day bag bag. Bad Bandag dealer? Oh, the Bandag dealer. Not Baghdad. Bandag. Bandag. The Bandag dealer? Yeah. And uh, they, the, the, one of the first things that came out of their mouth was, you guys need to get a hold of MD alignment. <laughs> <laughs> the Bandag dealer says this. Yes. <laughs> well, as I recall, when uh, I went there 20 years ago, as I recall, it was a show put on by Bridgestone Bandag for their dealers and their fleets in the area. And oh. they had me come in as a featured speaker. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I just had m- music in my ear. Yeah, it's 
it's an email. Oh, well, we won't worry about that then. Okay, so anyway, it, that's interesting. There's so, yeah, call my, figure out how to fix it. So I don't know if they're going to do it because the, the guy who's been calling us is not the decision maker. No, no, he's an Indian, not a chief. As and he, he, says. he doesn't even know if the bosses will pay to have him trained. <laughs> Right, but but he's looking forward to something. Just do something for it. Something, yeah. We do have a caller that has called in, and uh, he all he has is he's a it's a tire wear issue. And if you wanted to be a caller that calls in, you would just call eight five five nine five zero three eight three five, and you'll get a hold of us, and we might even answer you. We we we'll have answers. You might not like the answers, yeah. but we'll have answers. All right, so, let's see what this guy. Says. All right. Hello, Doug. Hey, Mike. Hey, Kevin. How are you today? We're, we're, we're real good. How are you right. doing out there? So, Mike, I have a question for you. When they yeah. set your pinky, did they chrome it? <laughs> they used chrome pins. But they're going to pull them out. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but they're going to take them out on July 5th. <laughs> and I, I'm personally nervous about getting them in on July 5th. You may not be familiar with Iowa fireworks politics, but they've recently really opened the door to fireworks in Iowa. And I'm afraid on July 5th, there's going to be a lot of people needing surgery on their hands because they're just you not think? as familiar with, let's yeah, say, our neighbors. <laughs> yeah, I may get in there and have to wait while somebody's having an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, there is a sim- there is a possible solution there. Okay. If you go to a good Fourth of July fireworks party, Mike, yeah, and ask them to let you light some of the fireworks, <laughs> you might be able to just blow that pinky off and not have to worry about it anymore. Exactly. <laughs> well, the the surgery office called me the day after the surgery, and she said, "How are you doing?" I said, "Well, I'm doing pretty good." I said, "My hand fell off and is laying on the floor in the bedroom, but other than that, I'm doing pretty good." <laughs> she says, "It's laying uh, on the floor." I said, "Yeah, we kicked it underneath the bed. It's no big deal." <laughs> hey, that's one way to pick up the dust bunnies. That's right, it. Right, right. Hand down there, going to work. Push it's it like around. A, it's like on the Adams family when the hand is going. Around. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, there we go. Hey. Except it's got a broken pinky. Cool. It's only half as helpful. <laughs> so, what else can we do for you, buddy? Okay, I've got a 2015 Kenworth T680. Okay. Uh, on the steer, I've got uh, Yokohama 617. Okay. Load range yep. G, you know, no, nothing yep. spectacular. I run right. them at 120 PSI. Good, good. Uh, I'm noticing on both, ty- both steer tires, mm-hmm. the outer rib just inside from the decoupler groove. Mm-hmm. And it's more prevalent on the driver's side than it is on the passenger side. Mm-hmm. I'm getting irregular, almost cupping wear just on the outermost rib, mm-hmm. like I said, inside the decoupler groove. Right. But the tires are wearing otherwise perfectly smooth. Okay, now this wear that you're talking on the outer rib, is it just on the outside shoulder of the outer rib, like about a finger width wide? Uh, that's how it started probably nine months ago. And now it's but working now, its way in. Yes, it is. Okay, all right. And, and it's irregular. 
it, it will scallop in. Yes. Okay. So the question I've got is, do you know how much caster is in the front end of the truck? I haven't got a clue. Okay. When you turn the wheels left or right, the more caster you have in it, the more the inside turning tire leans up on that outside shoulder and will start that kind of wear. So we find with caster settings of over four degrees, this is a fairly common pattern on the outside shoulders. And the higher it is above four, the worse it is. So, And it also gives a harsher ride if you have more caster. Exactly. So my suggestion is measure how much caster you've got and then try and get it down to around two degrees. Now, do you want to know how to measure the caster? Uh, do you have that in the common man's guide, both the no, original no, version no, and the no. chrome version? No, we can't publish this. This is, <laughs> this is uh, you have to be a member of the guild to be able to read that. Okay, but I can quote it to you without violating We need to start a guild. Rules. Why haven't we started a guild? Oh, membership a guild. dues. Like anyway, go okay. ahead. You need a digital level. Yeah, the, the MD Alignment Guild. Yes, that's right. us, the Guild Masters. Okay, so you need a digital level, and you have one in your phone. Right. Okay? Okay. Take your phone and go to the app for level, and you stand it up on top of the frame, right about where the engine is, and you find out what the slope of the frame is. It's down one degree, it's up one degree. Let's hope it's at zero, because that would be a nice number, okay? Right. Then you take it and set it directly on the steer axle next to the U-bolts. Right. And whatever the front of the axle is tilted up will read in degrees on your phone. And that's caster. And it's, it's minus whatever the frame was. Yeah, so whatever or the plus, frame is, I guess. subtracted from that number, and that's caster. Okay? Okay. It's fairly straightforward, measuring the tilt. And you would like it to be somewhere around two degrees. You're probably up around four, four and a half. Right. So you get closer to two, two and a half. That you've done, you've got what you need for a power steered vehicle. This, okay, okay. this inclination to increase caster has been in response to uh, handling issues that they just didn't know how to solve. So they increased caster to make it. Yeah, they're in a tow right, which causes road wonder, causes them to put more caster in to try to make it go straighter. Right. Uh, nothing like creating one problem to cure another. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. That's what engineers do. Of course. <laughs> it's true. Are we okay? Yep. And hey, Mike, you know, if you don't if you don't get any other callers, you could always start singing Dirty Ditties. Dirty Ditties. Dirty Ditties. Can I take you to the dance? Can I take Oh, okay. no, never mind. We won't do that. Let's not start it now. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Well, Mike, Feel better. Good luck with your surgery on the 5th of July. Thank you, sir. No problem. You have a good day. Hey, hey, hey. Careful you call, sir. I work yeah. for a living. <laughs> I work for a living. Yeah. All Talk right. to you later. All right. Well, that was, a, uh, that was the only call that we had in. He had been waiting since before the show. Okay. Well, that sir thing reminds me. I was going in for a, uh, a surgical procedure where they were, what do they call it when they run the thing up through your veins and try to put a stent in you? Uh, angiogram? Is that it? Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Okay, they were going to do an angiogram. And they're going to go up to the groin and run <sighs> this thing up through your veins and, and try to find it. 
And I'm laying there and I'm kind of half doped up and I'm in the hospital room and they got everything off of me and the nurses are there. One nurse says, well, here, I'll cover your privates. And I said, those aren't privates, those are sergeants. And that broke them all up. (laughs) (laughs) They've been promoted. They've been promoted, yes, yes. Very nice, very nice. Okay, so we've got some equipment going out, we've got some training program we've got what five we people coming for training next week we do we got a we got a good class next week we got we got a truck that's going to be coming for that training okay. all right uh, and then on thursday we've got a two-hour zoom training for some people down in uh, san antonio and el paso yep or laredo it's in texas someplace right and uh and what all right. Um, anybody else that needs to call in that has any questions about tires, about handling, but not about vibrations? We could answer base jumping questions. Base jumping. If you have questions about base jumping, I'm an expert we have base jumping now. one or two answers. I can for you. tell you exactly you, you what Give us a call at 855-950-3835. Um, so again, at 855-950-3835. Three eight three five. What tech calls have you gotten this week? This What's week? that? What tech calls have you gotten this week? This week, yeah. Uh, Anything interesting? Uh, well, some follow-ups on the bent axles, the, the bent, bent, hou- bent housings. Oh yeah, the Mac bent housings. Yeah, yes. yeah. Apparently, Mac came back to that fleet and said, "Okay, fine, but we need to see a legitimate measurement of the axle on a." proper alignment machine. Right. Whatever. Go ahead. And so I yeah, take it over to, and the guy says, well, I'll take it back over to my buddy that, that's got this Hunter machine. But he says, I ran the truck over the Hunter machine, the same truck over it four times. I got four different sets of readings. Right. So I don't know that. I, I said, I don't care about any of the thrust readings, the camber, the toe, any it's of that. On the steer. All I want to know is what's the toe on the drive axis. Exactly. He said, oh, okay, I can get that. And I said, give that to Mac. And if it's anywhere close to 0.5 degrees, that's the same thing as our half inch. Right. And they need to replace the house. They'll, they'll also have a, a setting that they know is either too much or too little. I mean, they can't operate. It's surprising the number of factory reps I've talked to that have no idea what the spec is for a drive axle configuration. Right. Because nobody publishes the spec for what the tow is supposed to be in a drive axle. They just assume it's zero. Right. When, in fact, it very seldom is. Right. Uh, well, and the, the the specific people I was talking to were saying, you know, is this a thing you experience with toe on a drive axle? And it, it, I had to clear that up. I'm not saying you can. It's toe like a steer axle. It's a bent housing. Yeah. You can't, you, your that, your was, equipment that was is, that was the Mac dealership you were talking to. Oh yeah. Well, was, they said Vomac is Vomac. Yeah, the Vomac the is the dealership. Yeah. Right. Okay. So. He was in the dealership. Right. Guys come in and complain, and they're saying, "What the heck are you talking about?" Yeah, you got a Ben Axle right. house, and it's brand new. It only has thirty thousand miles. Right, and it's had this shake and vibration since brand new. Right. All right, we've got a couple of callers here, well, so let's start with. Are they asking about base jumping? Caster, outside steer axle tire wear, truck tire. Yeah. Not one base. We'll, we'll get one soon enough. All right, let's go. All right, let's start at the top here. This is Mike with Castor on a truck. Hey, how you doing? 
Summer good. All right. Hey, I, uh, uh, working on this 98 Peterbilt 378. Uh-huh. We just put all new springs and bushings and blocks good. and all that. Good. <clears throat> on the left spring, under the, uh, between the spring and the block, there's about a half inch, like, shim. That's uh-huh. flat. Where? Yeah, that's flat. fine. Yeah. And okay. then on the right side, there's one that's about a quarter inch, and it's tapered to the front. Okay, right. take the tapered one out. Yeah, just forget take it. Take the tapered one. And then there's then there won't be no shim on the right side. Should they both be level or no? Well, that, that just depends on whether the truck is level or not. Let me, get, let me go back. There is a riser block on that meter belt that's usually about three inches tall, right? Yes. It's tapered. And it's tapered. It's tall, should be tall in the back and short in the front. Make sure yes. you put the short side okay. on the front. Now, the other thing you have to be careful of on some of those older Peterbilts, the center pin hole that the leaf spring sets in, on some of the older ones, it does not go all the way through. And there's a false pin on the bottom that comes up into another hole in the bottom. Are your blocks like that, or are those blocks drilled all the way through? These blocks are drilled all the way through. Perfect, perfect. Then you don't have to worry about this other. We had a problem with some new Peterbilts that came out, and and the, the location of those holes was not the same front to back on the top of the, pin, the block and the bottom of the block. And if you put one in one way and the other one upside down, the whole axle wound up out of square. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Okay, but you don't have that problem. That's fine. Just make sure the tall part of that block is in the back. You can take all of those shims out. Now, all they're doing with that square block is trying to level the truck so the bumper sits level. Right. And you can have it or not. It doesn't matter to yeah, us. When you block one up or block one down, it's just to level the bumper. Okay? Okay. That'll work, then. The last thing you need to make sure of is you need to measure with a tape measure from right where that bolt's going into the axle hole up to the front pin on the front of the leash spring mm-hmm. and compare the dimension on the right side and the left side to make sure that the steer axle is physically square to the front of the truck within a sixteenth of an inch. Okay. Because there's enough slop in those holes. You can be out of square by a quarter inch, and you don't want that. No. Right. Okay? Yeah, there's quite there's quite a bit of slop in those holes. Yep, yep. So we're, well, you think this truck's been in a wreck because right frame rail has been replaced, the left one has not. Uh, it could have been in a wreck or, yeah. Well, 98, you never know. <laughs> yeah, anything could have happened. Yeah. Right. Okay? Yeah. All righty. Appreciate it. We're just trying to make it easier for the alignment guys to you yeah. take it up to them. All right. You have yourself a good day. All right. All right thank you. Bye. 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 Okay, we got another couple of calls here. Um, we're going to start. We're going to start with uh, this one here. This is John Roll. Uh, he's okay. a he was out of Indianapolis. Yep. Yep. Let's bring him on in real quick. Is this John? Yes, sir. How okay. you doing over there? Oh, the sun is shining. It's a beautiful day. That's good. I'm glad to good. hear that. So, uh, you run an operation in the Indianapolis area. Yes, I do. An alignment operation. Are you are you having Are you having fun doing it? Uh, that's to say the least. Fun and uh, fun and learning a lot for sure. Well, you know, learning's a good thing. Yeah. Right. Right. How's uh, how is business out there? 
Uh, business is really good. Cool. Uh, very busy. I just actually told Mike that, I think it was a couple weeks ago, tell him how busy I am. <laughs> just, uh, just, uh, so you're, is it a mobile operation? Yeah, currently it's a mobile one, you know, with the um, market being so high. I'm mm-hmm. not interested in trying to purchase a building when <laughs> mobile van is paid for. Cool. Right. Cool. Right. Now, you were, you were trying to get into cranes out there. Is that working out for you? That, I haven't started yet. I just, um, I've got the older system, Mike, and you, uh, you uh, had me drill the hole and be able to set that up. So I just got that done last weekend. Cool. Good. Good. Yeah, cranes, I mean, man, the, the, the loss that they have on those tires I mean, you think about the truck tires, you know, almost $1,000 a tire. That's that's pennies compared to what these poor cranes are going through. Five to $7,000 oh, per tire, and they're losing the entire set in one season. I was just talking to a guy yesterday who had a, uh, a 315 80 put on a smaller crane, and he said it cost him about $1,200 after installation. Right. Yeah, yeah. Got to make them last. Madness. Absolutely. So, all right. Uh, and do you have a, a retail operation? In other words, do you have any a repair shop or a tire dealer you work with? Do you do any wholesale uh, work as well retail? Or the other way around? No. So, um, and I do you know, bushing and kingpin repairs as well. Uh, yep. Like, do you do repairs? Yeah. <laughs> right. If, uh, if anybody was passing through Indianapolis, how would they get a hold of you? Uh, go on the MD Align Alignment uh, webpage. Go to the MD Alignment yeah. webpage. And right. the name of the company is? Indy Alignment. Indy Mobile Alignment. Indy Mobile Alignment. alignment. Cool. They're on the Indy Lambert webpage, and, and you'll probably direct them to go about where? Um, so. Really depends. So, uh, like this past weekend, I was all the way down in Bloomington. Uh, all doing right. Some work. Uh, and I would go, I, I try not to go too far north as far as like up towards Fort Lane. That's like yeah. more of a Jim Fowler area. So, right. if you're that way, <laughs> you can get to them. Right. So if, if an owner-operator owner was coming through and you were going to meet with him, what would you be him at a truck stop or you got some place you take him to or what? I tell you what, I, I really like meeting at like uh, the Walmarts. Um, oh, sure. You don't have any issues there. Uh, yep. Sam's Clubs, believe it or not, there's a couple here locally. Well, you can just work uh, in there a lot. Yep, just a couple of there. I haven't had any issues. Now, the truck stops, they will kick me out of. <laughs> okay. All right. As long as you know right. where you're going. Yep. Right. Cool beans, buddy. Cool beans. All right. All right. Well, if you have issues, you know where to call with your questions, right? Yep. As always, and I appreciate it. You never, never see so amazing. You get a hold of me if you don't answer. You call me right back pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> we try to provide that service to our people. To everybody, I yeah. All righty. Well, you that stay safe out there. Yep. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Goodbye. John Roll. John Roll. Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Mobile alignment. Yep. 
just go to our website and you can find him in Indianapolis. MDline.com. Yeah. Okay. All right. We got two more here. I guess we better get through these. Uh, this one here is a question about a truck tire. I guess we'll find out in just a second. Hello, Bill. Yeah, that was supposed to say new truck tires. New but, truck tires. Uh, yeah, it, uh, it must have missed a word. Um, okay. On the, when you put on new drive tires, yeah. Um, now I've just got a, a straight truck, single single rear axle. Okay. Um, new tires. The truck just seems to be like it 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 wallers all over the it road. It feels squirrely it, when you put brand new it, drives on. That yep. that was the word. That was the word I was looking for. Yep. For about five six thousand miles. Correct. And then they, then they seem to what I call harden up. They harden um, up and stabilize. That's exactly right. This is exactly what's happening. Okay, so they're so they're soft when they're new, and you just have to run them to harden them. Sure. Up. Yeah, what what the tire manufacturers have learned is they make this tire, and then they put it in a steam kettle and heat the tire to cure the road. If they cure it one hundred percent in the kettle, then the tire becomes brittle when you're driving it. Okay, okay. so they stop when they're like eighty five percent cured. And they let the heat and pressure of the operation of the truck finish curing the tire on the truck. Does that make okay. sense? Makes sense. Yep, yep. Perfect sense. Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening. As tall pieces of rubber, those tall lugs are wiggling. They need to hurt, harden up and cure. Now, if you walk into a tire dealership and you walk up to a drive tire sitting on display, you yeah. can take your fingers and grip it and you can wiggle that rubber some. But if you go to a tire that's got 20,000 miles on it and try to grip it, it doesn't want to move. It's it's just right. that simple. You have done, yeah. That's the truth. Okay, so when they're when they're new, they're soft, they've got to harden up. Um, yes, they're a little squirrely. Do, do, you, do, you get, do you get more wear if you put them on, say, July, August, when it's really hot, or if you put them on in December, January, it's cold. I guess, no, I guess my question there is, does the soft rubber wear more hardening up on really hot roads than it does cold roads? No significant difference in overall tire life between putting them on in the summer and putting them on in the winter. Right. Okay. There might be some that an engineer might be able to find measuring with a microscope, but for, for purposes of practical use, it doesn't matter. Okay, all right, because, you know, they always, uh, new tires, they, they've got that new tire smell, you know. Yeah, and yep. So, it's, so it's, it's, it's always concerned me putting them on in the summertime because it's like if they're soft enough that I can still smell them, I'm afraid uh-huh. that the hot roads are going to, you know, kind of eat, eat, eat off prematurely until they harden up. So, no, I haven't, haven't yeah. seen that. Now, there's another question people ask me. How come I only have this problem when I put replacement tires on my truck? And when I had the brand new truck, I didn't feel that squirreliness. Well, when you have half-worn steer tires that are hard and you put tall, soft rubber drives on it, the balance between the traction and steering in the front and the back is off, and so it feels squirrelier. Right. If all the tires were brand new at the same time, you wouldn't feel it. 
Okay. How about so, that? Next, okay. Next question, then, kind of along that same line. If you uh, if you if you buy the tires, they they have to be run to be hardened up, right? You could say say you bought them in the summer, but you weren't going to put them on until December. They, yeah. they only harden. They only harden when you're actually running them, right? They don't. Right. Yeah, time doesn't the okay. new tires that you bought are probably six months old before you ever put them on your truck. Yep. <clears throat> okay. All right. Yep. Between the time they went from the factory, they went to their warehouse, they got shipped to a distribution point, the distribution point shipped them to the dealer, and the dealer finally put them on the truck. Those tires could be six months old before you ever saw them. Right. So if the, the warehouse ambient, doesn't harden anything. Right. And if the ambient temperature changed from zero to a hundred, it still wouldn't actually do doesn't the cure. Tire at all. It takes heat and pressure. Right. Okay. Got it. Makes sense. All righty, buddy. You have a good day. All right. All right. Thank you very much. You too. Yep. Bye. Bye. All right. Another satisfied caller. Well, kind of, sort of. We lied to him, but he didn't know it. All right. We got another one here. Calling about steer tire wear, I believe. Okay. All right. Hello, Charlie. Well, hello. Howdy, howdy. Howdy. Hey, hey, I'm nervous. I may not make sense. <laughs> I have uh, out. It's even oh. all the way around. Oh, uh, we lost. We lost. Oh, you cut up there for a minute. Yeah. Something Say that again. All the way around. My my right front steer tire is worn on the outside edge all the way around evenly. Okay. Okay. Now, are you driving uh, a Freightliner Cascadia or a Volvo? It's uh <laughs> no, it's a Western Star, but it does it does turn more than two turns to the right. There you go. There it is. That's you problem. know what it is. But it but it's <laughs> even all the way around. I thought it would yeah. be kind of choppy if that's it. No, I've seen them both ways. Uh, if you turn in more more than two turns to the right, you're leaning that right tire up on its edge, and you're going to cause it to do that. And and the only cure I know of is to uh, re- restrict your turning radius so it doesn't turn that far. Now, does the right front tire have any feathered wear on it? No, no feathered wear. Nah. And that's okay. what it is. Then it's simply one of those white okay. back axles. And it could be the tire, too. What brand tire is it? It's a General, I believe. Yeah, generals. That's not a, a general. Yeah, what what do you do with the truck? That's a long truck. He drives it. Yes, sir. <laughs> I drive it. Mainly use it for riding around, but right, right. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yes, it's uh okay. I was thinking maybe my steer axle was out of line was, with no, the back no. rear axles, but okay, no. they wouldn't do that. I, I, I caught the that. end of an earlier caller. Yeah, yeah, general okay, tire. So, if you if you if you're out of alignment, that general tire will tell you you're out of alignment. It'll show up pretty quick. Yeah. yeah. All righty, buddy. Okay. Good luck to you. Thank you. You bet. Yeah. All right. Right. Nobody wants to talk about base jumping. No, not not one collar about base jumping. All alignment related. I don't know how that started. Strange. Uh, we're a base jumping and show. Where we're expanding into skydiving. Yes. Skydiving and base jump. Yes, I decided. Rolling. I decided base jumping is too close to a hard object. <laughs> so <laughs> skydiving, you have all this extra space that it's not as big a problem. Right. Rolling toe actually refers what to what happens to your feet <laughs> while you're base jumping. Rolling too close to it. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> okay, I'm digging it. <laughs> right, but, uh, and just to make sure everybody knows, we do have a call number, 855-950-3835. And we do have another caller uh, uh, just coming in. So, and he's out of, uh, it says, I don't know if you can believe it, British Columbia. And uh, something about his truck going straight. So oh, his name no, is, no, no, I'm not going to go to this gay straight thing. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so just, we're not that going to. Okay. You, can, you can be proud. I don't mind. It's Pride Month. I get it. But that, the, it, we're, the, yeah. Yeah, we're okay. here to jump Let's off the things. see what this guy really is. Roll our toes and drive our trucks. Okay. Let's see who this is. I think it's Mark. Hello, Mark. Well, good, good, good afternoon, gentlemen. Yeah, and it's not, a, it's, it's not a straight or not straight thing. It's about my truck going. <laughs> but, you know, and everybody should do whatever they want. I, I don't go. judge. I don't <laughs> judge. I, I'm not here for that. Close, I'm not here to judge. You, 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 you close the door, you do whatever you want. Yes, you know? you're <laughs> exactly. Uh, what it is, my truck, it's actually going too straight. I don't know if that even makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. it just, uh, when I turn the corner, my wheel doesn't, my steering wheel doesn't correct either. Oh. I have to bring it back. Failure to return to center. <laughs> That's yeah. your issue? Yes. It, well, yeah, but it's go, but it's going down the road, like, absolutely straight. Tires are wearing beautifully. But if, but if you turn the wheel just a little bit, it doesn't want to come back to center. Is that what you're no. saying? No, okay, it's all covering. Right. All right, I got you. All right. How old is this POS? <laughs> uh, this truck is a 2013 Mac. Okay, all right. Uh, it's old enough to be in this category. Now, typically, when we get a vehicle that doesn't want to return to center like that, it is because the kingpins are dry, the thrust bearing is not lubricated or it's wearing out, Yep. And the weight of the truck sits on that thrust bearing, and the thrust bearing has to be free rolling in order for it to float back to center or not. Right. Okay. So, how old are the kingpins in this truck? Uh, two thousand and yeah, two two thousand and thirteen with about eight hundred thousand yeah. miles on it. Yeah, yeah, you could be needing uh, the, you could jack it up and grab the tire and attempt to check if the kingpin is loose. And they may be perfectly tight. It could be tight. But the thrust bearing has got a problem, and so it's not floating back to center. Right. So um, one of the things we would do to test this, if you wanted to test it, is to grease the crap out of it. Yeah, just jack it up, and it's the bottom greaser. That's where the bearing carries, okay? Mm -hmm. And just grease the piss out of it until the old grease comes out. New grease. You're going to put cardboard up in the wheel to catch all this stuff that's going to come out. Sure enough. All that grease. And then you're going to turn it to the left and you're going to grease it some more. And then you're going to turn it to the right and you're going to grease it some more. And then you're going to drive it a little bit and see if it handles better it. for a while. Right. And do the and if it's good, and turn it all around. Yeah. yeah. And it'll, if, it's good but, for, if it's good for 50 or 100 miles and it's doing good and then it starts going bad again, right. you, know you know that the bearing is gone. The grease worked its okay. way out and now the bearing is just as crappy as it used to be. Okay. Perfect. Excellent. All, all right. right. Good luck. Good enough. Buddy. No Thank worries. You. you guys have a fantastic you day. Straight truck. You do the same. Yeah, right. me and my straight truck go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. 
That was, that was a decent technical question. Yes, yes. Uh, the kind of call we really, really like. Uh, I had a I had a guy call from California who was doing an alignment on his customer truck, and it had the same problem. And he says, you could steer it left and it'd stay left. You'd steer it right and it would stay right. Mm-hmm. And I said, it could be something hooked up in the steering column that's not letting it turn left right. But most of the time, it's the kingpin. I bet they're not greased. Right. And he was standing there looking down on his Oh my God, you're right. There is no grease there. And so he greased it up and the truck was fine. Okay. Uh, but yeah, a new truck. It, you get the, not, it happens totally to like new trucks, rules. but yeah. they just weren't greased right. Yeah. I mean, if the if the steering pump were to fail, typically it fails in one direction or the other instead of just... Well, that's not, not the pump. That's the steering gearbox. Right. And the poppet valves in the gearbox get stuck open. Right. And so the pump, the, the gearbox always wants to go one direction. Right. If the pump fails, ah. you don't have hydraulic pressure at the gearbox, and you well, can steer the thing. Yes, an underpowered, uh, but then it would be very difficult to steer off of something. You can't turn left or right. It just wants <laughs> to go. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's a different thing. Right. Understanding right. how all of these different little systems in the truck integrate together to make it drive straight is what helps you diagnose what's going on. Right. And, and since I've failed at fixing so many things, I'm very familiar with what goes wrong. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yes. Failure has led to our success. Failure is my modus operandi. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, do we have another call? Um, you know what? No, we don't have any more calls. We, we, have, have, we, we have a call in number for anybody with base jumping questions. Chrome. We can, you can call about Chrome too. Moving into skydiving. Skydiving. Now, see the other thing about my hand. I was trying to figure out if this could be reasonable. You know, spousal abuse. <laughs> you, were, you were trying to get that on See, now we've been married 56 years now, uh-huh. and she's got this collection of frying pans. Yeah, cast, cast iron. iron. Yes. She's got three different sizes uh-huh. this little bitty one, then a medium size, and a big one. I got a bigger one. Now, the big one, uh-huh. she can swing that two handed if I'm close enough. <laughs> but if I'm far away, she takes the little one and slings it at so me. She'll throw them. And so I'm trying to figure, okay, she threw the small one at me. I put my hand up and it broke my little finger. <laughs> yes, Will that work? You, you could try it. Okay. All right. It would go with the ding on your head. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. All right. Uh, we, we do, again, we have a call in number 855-950-3835. And we have two calls coming home here. And one of them is a front-end question. Three calls. One is a front-end question. Let's go ahead and find out what he's got. Okay. Hello, Scott. Are you there, Scott? Yes, I am. I'm here. There. Um, cool. I've called you. Up? I've uh, got a 2020 lighter. Oh, you're breaking up. Yeah, you're fading in and out. Dropping in and out. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, okay. I called you before. You directed me to, to get the truck aligned. Um, oh, okay. Chad aligned it for me. The oh, rear excellent. end was out. Rear ends were out. Oh. Definitely r- drives better. That's good. Straighter. Um, I got the front wheels balanced after that. That helped. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, little info. The truck, both the front wheels have developed cracks in them and had to be replaced in the wow. last year and a half. That, yeah. I don't that know what that's about. This is a well, 2020. Yeah, one hundred and seventy-five thousand on it now. But um, okay. once when the the owner was driving the first year, and once I've been driving since January, yeah. I, I 
cleared up some of the problems. I still have a problem with hitting bump. Ride, the ride of it just really rough. Every, every little bump is terrible. When you hit awkward bumps on the front, like potholes or something, it still shakes the front end. Shake, it pulls the truck right or left, pulls the steering wheel, um, mm-hmm. and sh- shakes the front, you know, like the front end shaking, like it's like a kind of like. Okay, okay, I got that. I got that. I got that. I got that. I understand. Okay. Is it an air ride front axle? No. Did Chad change the caster in the front end of the truck or leave it the way it was set? He said it was good. He said it was good. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, maybe good just isn't good enough. Maybe it needs to be lowered. A little bit. Well, I, I, I don't know what the caster is, so I can't right. say. Okay. I mean, if, if he looked at it and it said it was four or three and a half, and he said, well, that's good. Maybe you need to lower it to two and a you half. You need to because... call Chad and ask him what the caster is. Right. He okay. should have a record. Okay. Did he give you okay. a record? Uh, yeah, did I'll you get a that My brain cells are not that great. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't have the receipt. I had to turn it in so I can get paid back from the... No, no, no. This wouldn't be a receipt. This is a worksheet. Yeah, did he give you uh, the worksheet? No. I, I turned it all yeah. in with the receipt, yeah. Okay, you need okay. to call Chad and ask him, or you need to get to your office and say, I need to look at that worksheet and see if the right. caster's actually in the front end of the truck. Okay? Right. Okay. Okay. Right. I, that, that's my first that's suspicion. Where I, that's where I would go. That's where yeah. I have to start. Okay? I mean, it's a new what truck. The, the spring should be good. Yeah. Well, well, about the rear, it's front and back on the, this thing. If the rear end is riding rough, it's not going to jump the steering wheel all over the place, is it? Right. No, 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 no. Yep, that's right. So I'm just uh, amazed at how rough the, the thing, you know, takes bumps terribly. Yeah. Yeah, but I, it, I did all the shocks. Does, no, wait. Does it take bumps terribly when the steer axle hits the bump or when the rears hit the bump? Actually, all three. Well, hmm. it's a freight shaker, so what can you say? <laughs> yeah, let's start what, with the caster. Are telling me, right. start with the caster. Okay, yeah, okay. that's uh, where we start. There. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. everything's helping so buddy. far. Thank you. Mm. you all right, Bye-bye. no problem. Perfect. Okay. All right, uh, two more now. All right, I got one. It's uh, David. I don't really know what the question is because this auto. Uh, screening thing sometimes misrepresents. So, David from, I think, Tennessee. Oh, yeah, hey, fellas. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know, they don't they don't understand country very well, but anyway. That's true. Uh, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> okay. Uh, five, a 567 Peterbilt is set forward front axle. Uh-huh. I got okay. a lot of uh, uh, racket in my front springs when I turn right, turn left, or I hit a pretty good bump. Uh, would it be my rear spring shackles, or would it be the bottom leaf spring moving back forward? Usually, yeah, it's okay. the rear spring shackles that's the problem. Yeah, they have too much lateral play in the shackle, mm-hmm. and then it eventually wears up into the bushing. Now, how many miles are on this truck? Five hundred and seventy thousand. Okay, and how long has it been doing this? Eh, it's just got started here in the last couple of months. Okay, in that case. You you got a chance that if you put washers in between the frame bracket and the spring right. and the shackles, so they don't have the lateral play, you may be able to take ninety percent of this out. Right. 
and uh, in doing so, prevent a possibility of wearing out some parts. Yeah, because if it's moved enough laterally, the bracket that comes off of the frame that the upper shackle pin goes through, you could be through the bushing now, mm-hmm. and it, and you may have to replace the bushing. And they wear enough. Sometimes you got to replace the whole bracket, so you right. need to get that looked at. Okay. Okay. Well, all right, Jim, and I appreciate it. That's, that's the only thing I've got today. I'm, uh, now I know what to do. I'm going to take a vacation here in a couple of weeks. So I Very know good. what to now, do with it tomorrow. If, if, if you decide to go uh, base jumping or skydiving when you go on vacation, let me know. I can give you some advice. Uh, all right. Now, that's, uh, that's okay, Mike. I don't need a pinky problem. You know, cause, <laughs> I'm going to get I might get sophisticated. You don't have that pinky up in the air when I'm drinking. So, you know, people will know how to take that. So. As long as you're not drinking tea, it's okay. <laughs> well, I don't I don't drink tea, so I'm all good to go. So. That's, good to that's all right. <laughs> we'll catch you later, buddy. All right. Thanks for coming. All right. Appreciate it. Thank you, boys. All right. Bye. All right. All right. Well, we have fun here, and I'm going by the auto uh, uh, screening and it says here this is Crash McGillicuddy with Crash McGillicuddy's stunt show and he would like to talk to Mike about base jump. All right. So we finally got a base jump. Yes. <laughs> We're 50 minutes into this thing. Hello, Crash. Mr. Beckett, this is Crash McGillicuddy with Crash McGillicuddy's Stunt and Thrill Show. How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. Sounds like you're good, too. That's, you, know, you know, your voice is familiar, Crash. <laughs> I think it's like I might have talked to you earlier. <laughs> no, that, could, that couldn't have been me. It might have been my cousin, though. Your, your cousin. cousin. Oh, I got it. Okay, okay. all right. <laughs> Well, well, I figured, hey, you're not, you're not, you're what? not getting enough calls. I figured, why not? Why? So, not? Well, what, are you, what are you jumping off of today, Crash? Uh, <laughs> I figured I'd jump off of one of the windmills here in Somerset, PA. Oh, windmill, yeah. Oh, they get they're getting really, really tall. Yeah. Now, wait a minute. How are you going to get your truck up there to jump off? <laughs> oh, I'm just going to pull the truck up right next to it and then throw it in reverse and then uh-huh. slam on the trolley brake and just stand the thing up on its end on end wow. and just climb up the frame. That's there a you go. hell of an idea. I'm for that. I want to see that. I don't know if I can yeah. get there soon enough to see it in person, but you got to take videos. All right, all right. Well, they're, they're not going to be done chroming that particular windmill for another three days, <laughs> so I'm going to have to delay it for at least three days. Yeah, but once it's chromed, you won't have any traction to go up it. Yeah, yeah, and I don't understand how chroming a windmill would work anyway. Oh, it would shine. It wouldn't even pick up the wind, would it? It would shine. Right. <laughs> I'm all for it. Right. You know, if we keep this up, Kevin's going to take us off. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> if you can't take a giggle, what's the point? Yeah, I know. We're we're supposed to be having fun here, and that's that. That's it. <laughs> hey, I get the greatest giggle every morning when I look in the mirror to shave. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> I've been getting sad lately. I don't know about you. <laughs> well, you do you do realize that inside every senior citizen is a teenager just standing there saying, what the ass? <laughs> That's what happened to me with the base jumping. My <laughs> mind says, I can do this. And my body said, what the hell do you think you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank oh, you, Crash. Oh, Thanks for calling in. 
What Just out of curiosity, have you uh, set, trained anybody yet in uh, Amish country out in Lancaster, PA, to uh, do the doctor preload on the chromed bearings on the Amish buggies? Oh, no, we haven't done that. We need to get that on the list. Well, I guess so. Chrome bearings on an Amish buggy. Yes, that oh, would work. I mean, Amish think buggy. about it. Lowered yeah, I'd be rolling surprised if one of them is doing it. And, you know, with the lowered rolling resistance, you know, that one horsepower will go a lot further. Particularly <laughs> if we made the wheels smaller. A single horsepower. <laughs> well, Make think about smaller. it. Every, every Amish buggy is one horsepower. That's it. Right. That's it. We could do this. Yeah, it's true. Power and a little horsepower. Some of them got Shetland ponies, and that's a half horsepower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thank you, buddy. You have your have a good day, one. Huh? All righty. Bye bye. All right. All right. Crash, but really. We are fifty minutes into this, and any time we want, we could probably go ahead and call it a day. I- I, I but, you get a call showing up in the next two seconds. Right. We're, it will give everybody one more chance at 855-950-3835 if you have questions about tire wear, handling, not vibrations, but base jumping or skydiving. Yes. We'll take both of those. <laughs> and, and no requests for singing. I, I, I'd prefer if we didn't. Who's that knocking on my door? <laughs> Who's that knocking on my door? Oh, goodness. Who's that knocking on my door? Where's the fair young maiden? Yeah, no. We're stopping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we are getting to the end of this, though. And what's coming next for us? Is it Father's Day this weekend? Uh, no, that's next weekend. Okay. Forget about it then. Yeah. I was going to wish him a happy Father's Day, but you can't have it now. So. Not yet, not yet. You don't get that yet. All right. Well, <laughs> well, we got we got a great training to do training session next week. Yes. Before we get to the next uh, uh, show, and uh, other than that, we're going to have we're just going to have a great summer weekend. And uh, let's see, the wheel jam is over up there in South Dakota. I hope everybody very enjoyed good, that. According to Shanna. Yep. Yep. Shanna was there. She reported a great time. Yep. And next week I get to go to my S and M sessions. <laughs> oh, for your therapy for your therapist. Okay, your therapist is an S and M, some kind of a German. That's not uh, far enough. You'll move it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting creepy, man. Okay. All right. I have a great I, week. We will see you next week. Yeah, I think we're all done. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for coming or calling, and we will talk to you all next week. Remember, if you're going through Indianapolis, give uh, uh, John a call at Indy Mobile Alignment. Talk to you later.